It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. Well, William. Hello, Dominic. We are now joined by the fantastic Dante. What's going on, Dante? Cheers. Hey, Cheers. What? Our guest is here, like, straight away at the very beginning of the it. Friendship Onion. That's how he does it. And you look fantastic. I'm liking this style, Dante. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Cheers, cheers mate. Cheers. Every time I see you, Dante, you've you've always got fantastic style. I appreciate it. I see you guys at cons, and I'm, I'm, for everybody out there listening and watching, so the Hobbit dudes roll in, right? And they're like the cool kids. Is that right? Is no, that 100%. Very, <laughs> a little, you know, I, I wave to you guys, say hi, but it's like a very, you know, everyone at the con, the green room, where the green room's where all the, you know, the talent is kicking it in between mm. appearances and whatnot. You know, but the hobbits rolling, they're like the cool kids. They're wow. like the they're like the T birds. Well, they're they're like the yeah, Wait, like the T-Birds. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Oh, for sure. Should for we sure. get jackets? Like you should have jackets. You should have some T bird jackets for sure. I'd love that. Would you is would you give your uh, style a name, Dante? Is there a particular uh, name? California cool. All right. Loving it. Loving it. Cali. What's cool. yours? What my style? Yeah. I think military punk. Well, that's good. What's yours? Yeah. Glasgow Gallus. Brilliant. Gallus. Always trying to get that word in. Have we talked about Gallus on the show yet? I think well, we have a little bit. That's a word bit. I've never heard of. Oh, tell Do you want, Dante. want me to tell you about that I would that like word. some definition and some... So, in, in Scotland, we have a lot of words that people don't use in, in other countries. Right. We speak English, but I we have, well, we have other words. Right. Kind of. Gallus is one of my favourites. And Gallus means when somebody is like slightly overconfident dressed maybe a little extravagant and you'd see them and you say oh look at Dante he's looking a bit gallus today right but gallus. also gallus. gallus gallus that's with a G with a G G-A-L-L-U-S but also if you have a nice meal you could say that was gallus gallus, gallus. what would be Bill's what would be currently some good examples of a gallus human walking about gallus would be um messy Messi's pretty gallus. Messi on the football field, soccer field. Lionel Messi, Grinch. do you not know him? What about Machine Gun Kelly? Do you know Machine Gun Kelly? Yes. He's a bit gallus. Do you know him? Yes, of course. Meg, uh, Megan Fox's fella. Yes. He's cool. He's clearly very talented. He's a little gallus. He likes to let you know about it. Maybe a little too gallus? A little, a little too gallus. Over gallus. <laughs> over gallus. I like one of my favorite Scottish words, which is another one that you don't hear that often, but Billy's amazing wife is an artist and she draws these things and they're all over the house. Ela for a swan. Ela. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, yeah. look at that lovely wee Ela. That's Ela. That's you, nice. Can you do a Scottish little... accent, Dante? No, I can't. I can't. What about an English accent? No, 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 no. Maybe. I did audition for History Boys and I had to learn a British accent okay. for that. I was hanging out with a, 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 a Scot, Scott. Scottish, yeah. yeah a Scot. Scottish. Yeah, yeah. And Scot. I, I caught one of the guys from Game of Thrones, very, very great guy. And, we were, and I called him a Scotchman and oh. he said, Dante. Yeah. Dante's. They're the first scotch is a drink. Yeah. yeah. And you can be a Scot 
Yeah. Mm. But never a Scotchman. Mm-hmm. You can be Scotch or a Scotch. Yeah. We don't know that we're Americans. We don't. I said Scotchman mm. and it was wrong. Like Englishman, Scotchman. Englishman. Also, there's a weird thing that goes on in the United States uh, where they think there is such a thing as a British accent. There isn't a British accent. Is it? Yeah. Britain is a collection of three countries, right? Uh, four. Is it four? Yeah. No. So, <laughs> Scot- Scotland, Wales, England, and Northern Ireland. Yeah. Are we sure or is that not the United not- Kingdom? Britain. You to watch, watch your step. Sure? Watch your step. Someone Tom. corrected me once. Watch your step. Watch your step. But uh, you can get. get you very hairy. I think. I think Britain is Scotland, Wales, and England. I think, and I think the United Kingdom encompasses Northern Ireland. I but always thought United Kingdom so, uh, and Britain were just interchangeable I, I was, as, I was, as, oh, as no, words. I was corrected once, but anyway. So obviously, you can't have a you can't have a combination of a American, True. Canadian, Mexican accent. So you can have a Scottish accent, a Welsh accent. An English accent. We don't know that. As but Americans, that, if you guys have your accents, you understand that we think you guys are all incredibly yeah. intelligent and incredibly fashionable <laughs> well, yeah. and very desirable. Oh, really? You definitely go up at least two, three points on the scale, one through mm. ten. I, and I and I attribute it to, you know, like anything, you know, a lot of times you see in cultures, it's this colonized cultures. Like, I'm Filipino. We, you know, we were colonized by the Spanish. So if someone's Spanish, we're like, oh, they're Spanish. Americans, we're... We're like a scion of England. Like mm. we're kind of so. You guys are like our. Mm. We look up to you, and we mm. don't want to admit it. But when the English person walks in the room, we all listen. Oh, uh, you shouldn't. But you shouldn't. I know we shouldn't, and we don't even know. Like no. as I've traveled through through London and whatnot, and you you understand there's even within England there's different accents of like more brutish kind of communities and more posh. We all think you guys are all posh. Everyone mm. doesn't matter. Right, right. And I remember I was hanging out with Charlie Hunnam one time. Oh, and I was like, Charlie. And Charlie's great. And I was hanging out with his dad when he was alive and his brother. And I was like, you guys are saying, he goes, no, my, these are, they're hooligans. You, you don't understand. Like my dad, I'm like, we'll, we'll, they'll beat you up. They, you don't let them into the party. I'm like, no, we're American. Like you guys will walk into a party and we think you guys are all just family members of the royal family. <laughs> Upper class. Everyone Upper, everyone's really posh. posh. Everyone's really posh. He goes, uh, I'm not posh. I'm like, but you're, you have a British accent? Yeah. Well, to us, to, you're posh. To finish the, the Scottish Gallus thing, as as uh, Dom says, my wife has this an company called uh, Gallus Life where she takes Scottish words and phrases and makes art and clothes. And I just noticed I'm wearing one. Mm. Can I, you clap your dog? Can a uh, clap your dog. What do you think that means? Can you clap your dog? Can you clap? Can you pet your dog? Yes, can I? Oh, can I? Your oh. dog. Oh, so that's it's, English. It's a nice way to say to someone. Well, yeah, Scottish. Scottish. And it's if you meet someone with a dog and you're like, that dog might bite me if I ask it to pet. Can, right. can I pet? Can I pet your dog? Right. Can I clap your dog? Can I clap your dog? dog. That is perfect, Dante. Yeah. I'm going to get you one of those t-shirts. Yeah. I like, like to clap your dog. Do you want it in black or yellow? Black. Done. I want to see you wearing it though, because you're cool. I wear. You're cool. I wear. I at the next, it. at the next convention, we're going to see you in Toronto, right? I'm see you in Toronto. Very Fan, cool. Fanex, Fanex, Toronto. Listen, don't be a stranger. Don't feel like that you can't come over to this cool nerve, kids table. It's a little nervous over, going we'll that, little, that that Hobbit table is a little nerve wracking. We'll, we'll, it's like going over to the cool kids table trying to sit down we'll and get like you have a T-Birds jacket. You know, have a little carton of milk at the lunch. <laughs> you know, the lunch spot. Can I? Can I does anyone have this seat? I think. I think Hook gets you in there though. Yeah. I think I that alone gets well, you. I appreciate that. It's isn't it weird when you go to Conjure guys? There's like there's pieces of all of our. I mean, of course, fans are there, and there's pieces of their nostalgia. But we're act, we're people too, you guys. Yeah. It's pieces of our nostalgia sitting yeah. at tables all around. Yeah, and it's like 
the Hobbit guys. There's like the Karate Kid, Cobra Kai guys. Yeah, there's yeah. like, you just see all these. There's like, Star the Trek. Yeah, there's, yeah. The there's a Hulk and it's like, I want to go say hi to Fonzie. I met Fonzie. I had to go oh, say hi to lovely. Fonzie. How do you include, isn't he? And you're like, I just got to say hello to you. Yeah, you we know? can have those moments too. I had it at the last convention. Corey Feldman was there. Oh, you Corey. Know, growing up. Goonies, I I Stand By Me, incredible. Yeah, I mean, he's a legend. I'd seen him from a distance before, but didn't get a chance to see him. We chatted, and uh, it was a lovely conversation. And when he left, he said, see you later, Billy. Crazy. Oh, I, nice. no, I grew up with Corey, and yeah. I had not seen him in a bunch of years. I did a project when we were teenagers. Lovely. And yeah. we ran to each other in the bathroom, and we had a 30-minute conversation nice. in the bathroom. Oh, you con. take it out the bathroom. I couldn't. I was <laughs> trying to get out, but Corey, you know, it's like you're in the middle of a conversation. And That's he, where we met. He was going heavy, in it, and I was like, I guess I'm going to stand here while everyone else goes to the bathroom. That's where we met today, right? And, and, I was and, peeing, and you walked past, you went, hey! Talk. And I was like, oh, I can't wave right now. The doctor no, no. said I'm not supposed to hold any, uh, everything. I said, how you doing? He hands. said, chilling. Yeah, just chilling. <laughs> I should have said, I said chilling, and as you walked away, I went, and pissing, but you missed that bit. Hey, should we do a quick League of Legends update? Well, first off... Oh, back up. We haven't really introduced onto anyone. I know, who, I just thought not, everyone would you know. know. Oh, we haven't even introduced We're just hanging you. out, we're just hanging out. Do you mind if I do a very small four-line introduction? Sure, four lines is great. Just an embarrassment for you. Blurb. Uh, a blurb. Dante Basco or Dante R. Basco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the R for? Rufio. No, it's not. It's not. It's from... <laughs> that would have been good. Roman, Roman. 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 Dante Roman Basco is a Filipino-American film, television, and voice actor. He is probably best known for his role as Rufio, the leader of the Lost Boys and Steven Spielberg's Hook. And for his many voice acting roles, most notably as Prince Zuko from Nickelodeon's Avatar, The Last Airbender. Jake Long from Disney Channel's American Dragon. Jake Long and Spin Kick from Carmen Sandiego. How's that? Wow. That was perfect. The perfect link. Perfect just link. a just a little, like, just a touch of your I life. Know. Just an absolute. Yeah, just yeah. Just a when they give, they give you like someone reads a whole page and a half of your yeah. Wikipedia, and then you got to walk out like. And huh? it's back to things like you did at drama school right. and things, yeah. and you're like, no, that's too much. That's yeah, too much. We, need to, we need to update it. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That's how our brains work. So why don't we treat them that way? How we care for our minds affects how we experience life, so it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. Dom, yeah. everything that happens in your life happens in your mind. Oh, true. Think about that for a second. Mm. So you've got to keep your mind healthy. Mm. And a big part of that is talking about your experiences, talking about what you're going through. And if you don't have someone to talk to, I think BetterHelp is a great idea. Mm -hmm. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions. So mm -hmm. you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off the first month at betterhelp.com slash onion. That's betterhelp.com slash onion. When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations like getting complaints because someone on the team always smells awful. Mm -hmm. Like my friend here to my right. Hello? Well, you better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat so onboarding and terminations run smoothly, team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, 
and feedback. And let me tell you about Bambi's dedicated HR managers, Mills. They are US-based people dedicated to your business. Lovely. Or your business out there. Giving you access to HR expertise and personal touch that you need. HR managers can easily cost 80 grand a year, Woo. but Bambi's starting $99 a month. That's a saving. <laughs> Schedule your free conversation today to see just how much Bambi can take off your plate. Bambi matches you with your very own dedicated HR manager that you can easily reach by phone, chat, or email. Bambi's dedicated HR managers will know your business and your specific concerns. Implement the most important HR practices for small businesses on autopilot. Visit Bambi.com slash onion right now. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash onion. Bambi.com slash onion. We were talking just before the show started about the fact that Israel Adesanya, who is the light heavyweight champion of right. UFC, and probably one of the more exciting UFC fighters in the last five or ten years or so, is a huge uh, airbender fan. Uh, and he amazing. is definitely gallus. Yeah, he's, he's very definitely gallus. gallus. Oh, yeah. He calls himself the Stylebender. That, oh, no, I do know what you're talking no, about. The Stylebender, that's him. Because he him. mixes styles all he's the time. He's a beast. I Dude. saw one fight with him and he, he was... Too easy for Dude, him. He's too amazing. easy. You should hit him up on Instagram and say, hey, I do this voice. And he'd probably be like, oh, what's up? That's his favorite TV show. I ever. would love to hit him up. And it's crazy, especially the fighters, especially that there's one of the WWE wrestlers, um, Xavier Woods. He came out as Rufio oh, for, wow. a, for a bout. And he came with the Trihawks and everything. And the, everyone was like chanting Rufio. And of course, my Twitter and stuff blew up. People sent That's it to me. Cool. And so he, I reached out to him just like, yeah, that was, you know, bangerang. And then he sent me tickets to his next show in Staples Center. We went and saw him perform cool. live. It was crazy. Can I can I do uh, an email that came in from one of the listeners, Dom? Because I'll it, allow it. it'll be good at this time. I'll allow it's it. It's from Berto08. And he says, uh, Dom. So it's to you, Dom. Yeah. Dom, Dom, you like Avatar, the last airbender. I do. What kind of bender would you be and why? And what about you, Billy? If you haven't seen it, please make him watch it. As you know, it will change his life. Thank you, guys. I love the podcast. He hasn't seen it. I've and been... he, d- he didn't know Dante was going to be on this no, he week. Didn't. A little the... research. Right. Billy, a little research. I've been, I love I've, been try- I've been trying to get Billy to watch a ton of things over the years. And Billy has done with me as well. But um, you just don't have the time, do you, Bill? I don't have the time. I know. There's too many things to watch. Well, play. There's Billy, a lot to Billy's do. bulking right now. I don't know if you know Dante, but he's been bulking for the heavy? past kind yeah. of what you doing? six to eight weeks. Well, I, I was enjoying eating, right? We and all I, have during COVID. I just eaten a lot and I thought, while I'm eating, why don't I just lift heavy things and then maybe I'll feel better about eating and getting heavier. And it works. It works. Now I get up in the morning, I go on the scale, and I'm like, yes, I've gained yeah, five pounds. Yeah, because we know muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah. Exactly. So now like, now the weight, now that the scale means nothing. But yeah. now my head space has, has changed, and now I just want to get huge. Mm. Are you going for it? I'm going to, I'm really going for it. But there's the bulk up and there's the cut. I'm no. not doing the cut. No, he's not cutting. He's getting like world's strongest man big. Yeah. So not cutting anyway. No cut. No just, definition. Just the world's strongest men events, carrying the big heavy ball and yeah. just all the crazy stuff. Just, like, yeah. Is there anyone in particular that you could like 
talk about in terms of body size that would be your goal that people would know out there? Like, we know Jeff Capes, but I don't think a lot of people know no, Jeff Capes. No, they wouldn't know Jeff Capes. And then that guy, Eddie... Uh, Eddie Hall. The, the first guy that he lifted a ton, didn't he? Eddie Hall. Yeah, Eddie Hall. But would people know him? Maybe. I don't Maybe know. Maybe I don't know. He's what I want to see is, I want to see you ready, like Marvel ready. No. I'm not going no for cut. that. No cut. No, just no like, cut. No the cut. Th- maybe more like the just thing the, the, the strength. Yeah, the thing. Would that you, be right? Do you know the thing? Yeah, that Fantastic kind of thing. Four. Do you know once we were talking about conventions and stuff and there was another time in my life a while back when I was lifting heavyweights and I wasn't putting on muscle and I was I, and right. I saw Lou Ferringo. Oh yeah. So I went over to him, the Hulk, and I says, look, I'm lifting heavyweights here, Lou. And why am I not putting on muscle? And he says, you're not eating enough. So now I've started eating before I've even started lifting. Put, the, put that, those calories to work. My, yeah. my trainer told me years ago, 70% diet. Yeah. He said, if, if you have an impeccable diet and you don't really go to the gym, you will good. sooner or later look fantastic. If you go to the gym and your diet is terrible, you'll look awful. Can I ask you about the toilet? Carry on. Any changes in your toilet um, going experiences? Other than I would think probably weight would be the but only... You would say bigger, girthier. I would say... Sorry, Dante. No, it's okay. Singularly. Singularly. The, singularly, the jobby looks the same. It's another Scottish word. Jobby. jobby. Which means a poo. Okay, a jobby. And my jobby looks the same. Mm, it's, not, it's not girthier. But I would think it's probably get more mass. Is, could you pick it up the next time? I could probably pick it. I don't know how far I could throw it. I wouldn't bring it into the studio. You think it's denser? It's definitely denser. You know, like, things can be the same yeah, size yeah. but heavier. Dense. Density. Like, they say a black hole maybe is only the size of a, a, a tennis ball. Right. Crazy. But it weighs as much as a galaxy. Right. That's crazy. Well, that's what my job is like. And they just said, to, just they say, like, a tablespoon of, like, Uranus is, like... The planet is Uranus? like... Uranus? Oh, we're t- well, we're talking about his age Uranus, right now. Uranus, yeah, yeah, is like, you know, 100 pounds or something wow. crazy. And just to conclude on that, Bill, stench? Any change in None. stench? No smell at all. Brilliant. Mm. And one flush, gone. Gone. Should we move what? on? Carry yeah. on. I love your guys' scientific acumen I'm, on the situations. I was listening to your podcast, so you guys are talking about, just a quick side note, the yeah. Fahrenheit Celsius thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know? Any insights? The one insight I will tell you, I'm American, so I grew up with Fahrenheit, and I'm like, I think who was, I don't know, we couldn't Billy was incorrect, I was correct. Yes, okay, yeah, so yeah. when I go to Asia or Europe, they're all on Celsius. I mean, Americans are ridiculous. We're, we're in the inches, and we should probably all be one thing, but I get confused too, so zero to 100 Celsius is freezing and 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 boiling Boiling. water which makes sense sure however what i found it which makes more sense now is i said well then why who created how do they create fahrenheit and someone told me oh when they created fahrenheit they thought 100 degrees was the body temperature of a human later on they found out we're 98 degrees or it varies but so fahrenheit is based on the human body so at 100 degrees is what the body our bodies are you know roughly 100 degrees. Yeah, yeah. that's about yeah. So that's weird. the difference of it. And okay. that's in Fahrenheit. That's Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. That's the one piece of information I was like, that's the one thing that makes sense. Okay, besides- that's helpful. So when yeah. it's also- super hot outside, like today, yeah. and it's like 90. Yeah, our body, it's like 10 degrees lower than our body temperature. Our body's that hot. Oh, our yeah, body's we're hot. We run very hot. Yeah. If that's- you touch a human, yeah. they're hot. Are they? Yeah, well, do you sleep next to your wife, right? Do you not ever just, like, stick out it's a warm. foot and you go, ooh, she's Yeah, toasty. but it doesn't feel like outside just now. 
What's well, 10 degrees lighter than outside? 10 degrees lighter is a, diff is a big difference. Yeah. yeah, they're hot. And also, and this is what gets confusing. Zero degrees Celsius is also zero degrees Fahrenheit. No, 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 no. Are you no. sure? No, it's a negative, four, negative zero, <laughs> neg, negative 40 degrees Celsius is negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Right. Yeah. Once and you it, get to negative 40, they, they match each other. Just That's at that right. point. Just at that That's point. That's what it is. And what's amazing at that point is you could take a warm bucket of water at that point outside and throw it, and it's going to become snow instantly. Oh, I love that. You throw it in the air, and it becomes snow. Well, it's uh, at minus 40. It's something like and that. And sometimes it becomes minus 40. It doesn't like in Canada. Yeah. It does. And yeah, I've seen it on it, videos, it's come, people throwing it comes out. here. Yeah, it comes Our like friend there. Steph Bills, who makes us, who's made those two pictures on the back of the wall there, Dante, yeah, yeah. and makes a lot of artwork for us, told me today that Celsius and centigrade is are just same, words, words that, same you, thing. that you can swap in and out. So I what I love is actors talking about science. Yeah, yes. I love science. Actors talking about science in particular. Mm, I like it too. <laughs> it's the best, it's the best isn't it? We're the best science students in the world. Yeah, exactly. I like it too. Why do we find it so interesting? Because we didn't study it hard enough in school and we just thought it was yeah, cool. Yeah, it could be that. We, we studied other things, creative things. Also, yeah, you'll find right. what's interesting... Uh, for me at least, is I find that the people that I'm closest to in my life, I like to know about their uh, bowel habits. So I'm, I'm, I ask Billy quite a lot about his That's quite a personal habits. question. My brother, my good friends, when I see them, it's been a while, I'll say, everything right? Everything normal? Anything going on? I would not do that with someone that I didn't know. But I do often quite ask you, don't I? Why so, is that? I don't know. I think it's like an intimacy thing. Right. Uh, yeah. Intimacy. Yeah. Uh, my brother, one time we were shooting a movie together, Dionisio, and he was feeling bad. His stomach, he had this ulcer going on. He almost didn't, couldn't shoot, but we had oh. to, it was an indie film, so we like, we have to shoot. Like, there's no not doing it. And they said, you can't smoke, you can't eat bad food, all stuff. Of course, two weeks in the shooting, he's up at night smoking cigarettes. Oh, he's eating yeah. the Taco Bell that came in the, you know, second meal. Yeah. And he wakes up one morning, he knocks on my door, and he's, I mean, I'm knocking on his door because we're looking for him. He's like, it's not good. I'm like, what's not good? He's like, looking really, just pale he goes I, I I pooped and it's it's dark I go how how dark and he looked at me he goes you know night oh, I said you know night he oh. goes you know night oh, that is dark <laughs> it was dark and he had a pint again yeah he was fine he ended up going to the, he went to the ER but to this day we'll we'll look at him and go hey you know night you know night how dark is it you know night oh that's oh, scary. That's scary. That is scary. Poop can sometimes be a little bit scary. Um, well, there's another question here, Bills. Should we do these later or should we do them now? What no, you carry on. All right. Well, there's a question here. Um, Dante may join in. Well, there, was the air bend, there was the bender question. Oh, well, not even we didn't even answer that. We've been chatting along. I know. Okay. Well, if I could be a... I've been called a bender. You got fire, water, air, and But earth. this says a new one. Or a new one, if you have a new one going on. No, it doesn't on. see a new one. Oh, it's it? just what kind would you be? So fire, fire water, water, air. air. What's the other land. one? Land. Earth. 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 So you can get... The... Yeah, there's the Earth Kingdom, the Air Nomads, the Fire Nation, and the Water the water Tribe. Right, well, if I had and to And the last one, one four, can he, he can do all of them, is that right? That's the Avatar. Yeah, he's yeah. the Avatar. Or she. It goes generation. It just re jump. rebirth like the Buddha. Right. Nice. I would be air... Out of all of those, yeah. because sometimes you're not around water and then you've negated your yeah. powers, and sometimes you're not around. I can fire. see your energy being air. Plus, uh, air is kind of 
you know, tricksters kind of like light and kind of very, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, you know, move, air. It's just, I, I like the air one. Okay. What about mm-hmm. you? No, you, well, your character's a firebender, I'm right? Fire Nation all the time. All fire, the time. Fire, nation. fire. Now, do you need fire to be there? Like, if there's no fire, you can't do anything? Um, you, can no, you create we, it? We create, we, we create fire. You can create yes, it? Yes, yes. By the rubbing of your thumbs? Just we, we, the, come from within. Shh. Comes from within. Oh. oh, you can just get it like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's quite good. You the, like that show. The waterbenders need to be I've around water. I've seen some of it. Oh, have you? Yeah. I think you're fire. Um, hold on. No, I think I'd be water. See if I was a water. You need water around. If you're gonna be a water bender, you need water around. You're not summoning water from anywhere. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can't take water out the air. I haven't the seen moisture. it yet. Maybe you're a high level waterbender. You spit. You can what about your spit? That's like, that's part waterbender, part airbender if you can do that. Mm-hmm. Can I freeze the water and create? Yes, you can do that. You can freeze water. Yeah, I'm having that then. Okay. That'd be great. I'm going surfing tomorrow. So I'll I, see your surfer. I've water got water bender. in my head. Right now. You'll have it in your ears in your by the ears, time you yeah. get back. I can have a quick question to you guys because when I was in England, they call our show, you know, it's Avatar The Last Airbender here and around the world. But in England, they were calling it The Adventures of Aang because they said the word bender is maybe known as like gay or something like that. Yeah, it has a negative connotation. Not, it's like a it's slur. A, is it a slur? Yeah, it's a shame. So do you guys, but nah, whatever. You're a bender. Airbender. Waterbender. In America, yeah. I think it's commandeered in, in a way that, you know, we're okay with. But yeah, certainly in England, it's an unfortunate word. It's an unfortunate word in England. Mm. Mm, okay. Yeah, so they changed the name. Because they're they? like, you're, the, you're one of the stars of the adventures of Aang. I'm like, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I am. Um, <laughs> I was in, I was in, where was I? I was in Ecuador once, season two of doing this nature show, and these Italian tourists came over to me. I didn't speak Italian, obviously, but someone translated, and they said, you are the magician of animals. And I was like, what? What? And they went, you're the magician of animals. And I was like, what does that mean? And then they had it further translated, and they said, in Italy, your show, which is called Wild Things, is called The Magician of Animals. I was like, that's brilliant. That's great. I am. That's a longer tattoo to have, but yes. Yeah, that is me. I like that. I like um, when they change the names. I like it too. I like it too. If you haven't heard already, it's Smooth Sack Summer. Oh, yes. Smooth Sack, Tom. You want to keep your balls cool this summer, and I'll tell you who's going to help with that. Mm. Manscaped, the leader in below-the-belt grooming. They're making sure that you have a ball this summer. And they... Uh, Keeping everything fresh. Mm. So dive headfirst into Smooth Sack Summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with our code ONION. Mm-hmm. Their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor and a new multifunction on off switch that can engage a travel lock so it doesn't, you know, wake up while it's in your luggage <laughs> and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed 
for a more precise shave. Fantastic, Dom. And Manscaped even throw in two free gifts with their Performance Package 4.0. They'll give you boxers, mm-hmm. which are very comfortable. I like them very mm-hmm. much. And the Shed Travel Bag that will bring comfort to another level. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ONION at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ONION at manscaped.com. It's smooth sex summer, boys. Get on board. I'll get left behind. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but when I was doing like indie movies and things, I used to always try and put happy days. I always tried to get my character to say happy days at some point. That's great. And uh, and one film that I did, which is called uh, On a Clear Day in, in Britain, when it went to France, they called it Happy Days. Did they really? And I loved it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. That's, That's great. great. I'd always do it just as I was walking out or somewhere or something. I'd go, oh, happy days. You know, something. I love just it. always put it. And they called the movie that. That's brilliant. I That's loved brilliant. it. Well, Dante. Yes. Well, what we tend to do on these shows with our guests is we take it right back. All the way back. Because what we we'll hope to do Let's go. is maybe inspire people who are watching or listening to the show and hearing about the journey of your life to have done the things that you've done as an actor. So right. as a young boy or a young man what happened for you to find yourself being a professional actor well i started my whole career uh, i tell people on you know my, my whole career in the entertainment industry i started at the ground level of the entertainment industry and people are like what is that you know what is that it's like an extra or is that like a i'm like no it's for me it was the actual ground me and my brothers were street performers Ooh. In the streets of San Francisco, we were break dancers. We were a group called the Street Freaks, and we danced in the streets, hat out, change, boombox, carport box out there in the '80s, in the, in the pioneering days of hip hop, right? Yeah. And we became a very popular break dance group in the Bay Area, San Francisco, and we won all these break dancing contests. We got scholarships to the San Francisco Ballet Company, and we started this kind of path of, you know, being an artist. That led us to LA. I. By the time we got to L.A., we already danced. We were dancing for the San Francisco 49ers and the Oakland A's. Just the two of you? No, just four of us. Four brothers four and my oh, sisters, okay. five of us. And so that led us to L.A. But I, then we came to L.A. and I was 10. A lot of that, all that stuff happened before I was 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then when I was 10, I got to L.A. and we started, got jumped into acting class and started really learning acting. I didn't do Hook till I was 15. So by the time I did Hook, I was like a... A, a veteran, a young, jaded old yeah, veteran. Yeah, young vet, you know. But and, at what point during that journey, as a, you know, break dancer, performer, street dancer, did you then think, oh, actually, I'm okay at this, but I prefer acting? It just happens immediately because as soon as you get to LA, you realize this is a, this is a movie town. This is a movie and television town. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and I continue to dance. We danced for Michael Jackson. We continue to dance for <laughs> for several years, but, you know. It's just one of those things, like the first thing I auditioned for as an actor, I booked and then kind of kept rolling with it and ultimately did a bunch of films and got discovered by Spielberg. But we were heavily in acting schools. I studied acting for 20 years. And so me and my brothers and my sister, we 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 studied acting forever, like yeah. very serious. By the time I did Hook, I was a very serious yeah, young yeah. actor. You know, yeah. we were, I mean, I'm working with Spielberg, which is a god. And then, of course, Dustin Hoffman, who I've studied all his films. I'd go on the set every day reading his biographies, being like, yo, man, hey, Dustin, when when you did this in Kramer vs. Kramer, like, well, having this scene, like, when you were doing, you know, Razzo Rizzo, like, how, like, I was literally showing up, showing up on my days off right. to watch Hoffman yeah. act. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Robin Williams improv and, and sit by Spielberg. So I was, like, super serious young actor. But, uh... 
Wait, so what era Michael Jackson were you dancing for him? Like the bad era. There's a movie, oh, there's a video like in Moonwalker, yeah. So there, they did a video of like the kids in bad, like the, the, the bad video, but with kids. And so we, me and my brother were in Oh the, yeah, there's like a mini Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Mini Michael Jackson. I so my brother was that. there and I was understanding my brother that, you know, we were all part of the dance crew. Right. Doing that. But we were dancers for a long time. I'm still a dancer. You know, what's yeah. a dancer, always a dancer. Billy's a dancer. He dances Are you a dancer almost too? every day. I, I love dancing. I love I, dancing too. It's, yeah, it's one of my favorite things. I dance every day. Have you, this is one of the things we were talking about. We, we, me and my brothers and my friends, we always kind of dare each other. When we're doing films and projects, like, hey, I dare you to like do something, like yeah. da- dance, and, like, dance in the movie. Yeah, what? yeah. Like, just somewhere in that movie, I just dare you to dance. We're like, there's inside jokes when we're watching what they do. We go to the premiere or screening of it, and we laugh because we're like, oh, he did he it, did he it. did I it. Love, I love that. I did, a, I did a, a, a sitcom called Empty, a British sitcom for BBC, and the writers would write a dance for me every week. Really? Yeah. So it might be. Uh, Oh, I'm trying to remember some of the names. Um, kind of old dance stars from the 20s, 30s, right. 40s. And then I would spend the week watching really? old footies to try and get their moves. Like something, Jerobo, Chacha, yeah, something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they wrote it in every week and I loved it. That I was my that. favorite thing in that. And I, I, I actually ended up doing a dance film with Antonio Banderas called uh, Take the Lead. So it was very cool later oh, yeah. on to finally like do a dance movie it felt like a full circle thing you know? and did you do it uh, you said you got a scholarship for the San Francisco, San Francisco Ballet, ballet, ballet Company yeah so did you do s- yeah we all me them? and my brothers all studied ballet there for a, a year or so we did the Nutcracker we were Oh, wow. We were there we were in tights, learning ballet. Yeah, it's really very, it very Billy Elliot. When we watch, I watch. I remember watching Billy Elliot. My brothers when it was in theaters, and it, we were like moved to tears because it was really oh, in yeah. ways our story. Like we're blue collar kids that somehow became artists. I love that film. Yeah, I yeah, love that. I mean, breaks my heart. And so it's heavy. Then, it's heavy. Then you I feel did the Nutcracker at nut Christmas. Cr- yeah, Christmas in San Francisco in the, in the whole. Wow, lovely memories yeah. you must have of that. I mean. How's your point? Is it still good? It's all right. No, point no, no. So I'm all right. I mean, I'm my, my, you know, my, my, turnout, my turnout, my turnout, my turnout. Look right. at my feet. Look at I'm those right. feet. Look. Oh, look at you. You're, and like, look at those Billy, beautiful feet. You got some. Right? You do got heavy pointers. Like a nice. <laughs> Are you a dancer at all, Don? I broke both my feet. I used to have beautiful Dancing. feet. I mean, I'm, quite, I'm, I'm quite ashamed of my feet now. <laughs> no, I did. I broke my... Doing I broke, what? I broke my left foot surfing. I broke my right foot on a on a motorbike, in a motorbike accident. It, but like, broke my right foot in four places. So I ride, now... I ride motorcycles I too. can't do anything with my feet. Jeez, I'm so sorry. Used to be, <laughs> you still ride? Are you done riding? No, no. This was this is what happened. When, when I came off that bike and I was like recovering, I said... If you get on a bike again, then you've absolutely blown it because there's right. the lesson. The lesson right. is don't get on a bike. Right, right, right. So right. no, didn't get on a bike. But you know, I used to kick the ball around a lot. Not kick the ball around since my broken feet. But um, yeah, I remember think when I'm sitting around the pool when I was younger. I remember thinking, oh, quite fun feet, them quite fun hobbit feet. And now they're all mangled. They look like they've been in a. You always keep them covered now, don't you? Do. Are you nervous shame. about your feet now? You little. Well, the, the, what, about, the... what about your turnout? You were about to say, your, is your turnout not great? My what? Your turn. My turnout is great. My turnout is still good. Oh, is it good? Well, you need that for ballet, don't you? You need that for ballet. I love. I still love ballet. I can still go watch the dance. I, I love dancers. I love dancing still. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. one of the greatest. Uh, it's like musicians. I think I love us as actors because we're communicating. But when you communicate without language, mm. that's like the ultimate communication. Like, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And even when we're acting, even though we're saying lines, we're actually, the actors are communicating 
without the lines. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's that's when you're doing good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what I really love about dancing because once you kind of got that connection, you're you're you'd have a I mean. The days of going out to clubs and just getting lost on the dance floor. You're having all these incredible yeah. communi- conversations on the dance floor with people. Oh, I used mm. to love that. Back and in the uh, day. that's the best. Well, we re- Billy and I recently did quite, I, I would say, quite a profound uh, dance of Cotton Eye Joe at a festival. Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, yeah. And at, I, at a convention. That, that communicated quite silently. It was <laughs> something, something quite beautiful. Quite something very how, beautiful. Who, where, yeah. How did that? We what? just got asked. We were in where were we? Don't know. Dallas, Florida. Da- no, I think Dallas. Right, Dallas. Because, Texas. you know, it's kind that of a sense with it. I love it. And the girl uh, on stage just said, do you want to try Cotton Eye Joe? And we said, yeah, what are the moves? And she showed us. And Billy and I had it down cold. And I think Sean and I just slightly, I think they were a little uh, intimidated by our gift. I think so. Mm. Everybody was on stage. All the guys. The four yeah. of us did it. Wow. Um, but I think the four of us actually doing it correct lasted a couple of seconds. And we then it was, there was just a moment. Then it was, oh, it was anarchy. Then it was gone. Gallus. No, yeah. It wasn't Gallus. It was Gallus. Yeah, it was, it was Gallus for a second. It was Gallus for a second. And then it became non-Gallus. Yeah. So then, right, so now you're you're doing Hook. You're in LA doing acting classes. Yes. Doing all of that. Now, was it easy to get Hook? Had, had yeah, what's Spielberg, the audition process for that? You know, had they seen you it's in the anything? weirdest thing ever because I was like, I auditioned one time. Oh, really? Wow, great. that's the thing, isn't it, with those big it ones? It was where I auditioned one time for the casting, they put it on tape, and then I'm a kid, you know? Well, Rufio had such a distinctive look, do you know what I mean? Not that Yeah, many but he people. wasn't, I don't know what he want, they wanted at first because then I went yeah. and they like, Stephen wants to meet you. And then you go to the back lot at Universal to Amblin at the time, which is still there, and you know, for the kids in LA, especially during that time, it's like Steven Spielberg, the legend was Steven Spielberg has a full video arcade in the office. Right. Like what? <laughs> and so you hear, you hear the other kid actors talking about that. So I get to the office, about a dozen of us kids there for callbacks or different things. And we walk to the door and there's a full arcade. This is 1990, right? So there's like, there's no PS2, there's no Xbox. We, maybe Nintendo, didn't, it's just Atari. I don't even think Nintendo really right, even came right. out strong. But when you walk in his office, there's like a full-on arcade like at the mall. Like the cabin, it's everything. And they're like, go play. And we're playing whatever, Galaga, Dig Dug, whatever, all these games, right? And we're playing for like half an hour or so. And you forget that you're there for an audition. Yeah, yeah, But that's great probably, right? Keeps you loose. The guy, the woman tasks me on the show. like, Stephen, we'll see you now. And I'm like, oh. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no. I'm Dig Dugging. Got a high score here. I'm playing (laughs) Joust. Hold on a second. (laughs) And then, uh, I get back there and me and Steve and we, he starts talking to me and he talked about, I did another film called Perfect Weapon. He was like, what's that movie like? And I was like, I played this street urchin kid. He was like kind of street kid. He was like, you know, like Ratso Rizzo. And the guy, and Steve was like, who? Like, do you say Ratso Rizzo? I'm like, yeah, like Ratso Rizzo. like Dustin. I'm like Ratso Rizzo. And he's like, what? And we started talking about Midnight Cowboy. And I'm oh, like wow. this, I'm like this 14-year-old, 15-year-old kid. And he's like, we're talking, we're talking about Midnight Cowboy and we're talking about Dustin. And then, we were having like a 30-minute conversation about movies and stuff. Mm. And then um, I literally was in the middle of, of the of the conversation. I was like, hey, do you want me to read the, mm-hmm. the the audition piece? And he's like, oh, no, you don't have to read it. I said, what? He goes, no, I just wanted to meet you. And I'm like, okay. I walk out. My, you know, my mom's there with me. She's like driving the car out. And she's like, how'd it go? I'm like, I don't think I got it, mom. Yeah, I didn't she's read like, it. what? She goes, I didn't read it. She's like, what? I was like, I didn't, I didn't read the audition. He said, what the, I said, we just talked. We talked. And I was like, well, I, whatever. I didn't, you know, bummer. Sure. I didn't read it. And then two days later, they offered me the part. 
just straight like that. Yeah. yeah. People, you know, the guys who can really do it, they know. Yeah, they know. You know, like Spielberg, he knows yeah. from looking at you. Yeah. He's picking you up know. on your intelligence, yeah. right? And your vibe. And Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I asked him one time when I was on the set in the middle of the show, I was like, How did, why did you cast me? Like, I didn't even read the thing. He's like, I saw your tape. Yeah. I met you. And he goes, we, we auditioned thousands of kids across the country and you're the only kid that scared me. Oh, that's cool. Little edgy. Yeah, Rufus wow. is a little edgy. Yeah. So, yeah. I was like, so Thanks, did Steven. you know at the time that Dustin Hoffman was going to be in it? Oh, or yeah. You just met, you did. Oh, yeah. Okay. I knew Dustin was going to, I mean, Dustin's like a legend. For me, Dustin's on that pantheon, you know, the Mount Rushmore of the yeah, 70s yeah. actors yeah, that changed sure. the industry. I mean, Pacino, De Niro, Hoffman. Yeah. yeah. Red, Redford, maybe. Redford, Nicholson. Yeah. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the character actors. Redford's yeah. also, but Redford was like the. He was again, he was a leading man. Yeah, These yeah. are the character actors that became leading men for sure and changed the landscape of what Hollywood will forever right. look yeah. like. And so, I mean, literally, I'm on my days off watching Hoffman yeah, act of course. and just being this kid. It was crazy. Dude, was, I love that thing that Hoffman does in hook with his mouth. With a, he does yeah. this mustache thing, yeah. You know, like little twitchy thing when he's feeling uncomfortable, or like if something's going on that he that he needs to address, he'll be like, mm, mm. So good in he's that. So and I good. love how vain he is in that film, you know? Like yes. his hair has to be perfect. Yes, yes. And... He's a he's 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 a god. I mean they're gods. Yeah, like yeah. certain certain like as a young actor, you're walking around like you guys know you guys have been around these amazing actors when you're in the presence of greatness, it's like it's great that you're rolling with them and you wanna learn, but you also wanna see like how they do it. Like, yeah. How yeah. do you do it? And what was Hoffman's process when you watched him? I mean, his intensity and his detail. And just he's method, right? So he is Captain Hook. Like he's kept from day from the day from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, he's like, he's Captain Hook. Right. Okay. Even when he's talking to me, he's talking kind of to me. Dragon yeah, he's kind of talking to me as Captain Hook. Right. He did this thing. <laughs> he did this thing to me. So he's like, I was 15, right? And it just so happened that I was, I don't know, I was getting to kind of conversation. I don't know. Now we're talking to people, but I lost my virginity during okay. the, the the shooting of Hook. But no one knew I'm 15. You know, this is the right time. But I'm showing up on set some of these days. I'm not working. I show up on set and I'm like, I guess I'm dressed up a little. I'm a little brighter. And Dustin's doing Captain Hook. He's doing the scene and he's doing this, this. And he sees me next to the camera and he goes, "Uh, Rufio, you know, you're looking bright today. He's like, are you getting some, Rufio? (laughs) And I must have flushed red. And he's like looking at me and he's like, just remember it's not the size of the wand. It's the magic it makes. <laughs> I just about died Captain Hook on set. I love it. I mean, That's he did crazy. that all in Captain Hook. Yeah, yeah. On front of the whole, it was crazy. And you're just so like sitting there like, oh. You said he was method and attention to detail. So did that show up as a lot of questions to Steven Spielberg? Was he I constantly asking stuff? I mean, I was a kid, so I wasn't in, involved in their conversations mm-hmm. with them. I just saw how he and this again I'm not as method as that he holds the holds the character like strong like through the whole thing. And consequently you got another just as great actor in a different way, Robin Williams on mm-hmm. set doing totally yeah. this whole different thing and improving and kind of like engaging with everybody in the set in a way that he knew everyone and kind of kept the morale of the set going. You know it's a big movie like like the Hobart it's fun, it's great, but it's also 14-hour days, 16-hour days, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, hundreds of people on the set, and it's like, to get that machine moving, yeah. you need that person at the top that's like, let get on my back, let's go. Yeah. And, and Robin was really that guy and taught me so much on just 
that you know that energy and that kind of it's a, it was a different thing. You saw these two guys working in different ways, but yeah. working together was. Really and then kind of, that that stuff is definitely on screen. Like when you guys are doing the eating stuff oh, yeah. and all that, you can just tell that everybody is up in a sort of whoa, Robin Williams. He's of. a god. I mean, I was a fan of him since Mork and Mindy. Oh yeah. I mean, his movies. I, I really loved the World According to Garp and the. Moscow on the Hudson and and then I really really loved Dead Poets Society like Dead Poets Society was like as a kid we 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 created our own Dead Poets Society yeah. mm-hmm. and I was telling Dust, I mean, Robin about that and we would so Robin's like this on the set you know he has very big energy for the set but then we're in the makeup room in the morning we're just talking about poetry he's like did you check out this poem oh I'm like oh I was reading Bukowski check out Bukowski oh check out uh, this other Thoreau poem and like and we would just talk about poems and poetry so I got to see different aspects of him and and shared that that part of it because I mean the poet society I'm I'm a poet too so Mm -hmm. I write poetry I started a poetry venue in my living room some 25 years ago right and so this poetry venue it became, I mean, it went from my living room to a sandwich shop to uh, theater to theater, became the biggest poetry venue, open mic venue in the country. Became oh, cool. the, 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 became what, you know, the inspiration which became Deaf Poetry Jam on HBO, which then went to Broadway, got a Tony. And a lot of that's attributed to, you know, especially in those early days of writing poetry to Robin Williams being so supportive of me being a poet. Wow. Yeah. Those I things always, can just change your life, right? Yeah, 100%. little moments like that. And we were lucky enough to meet him here and there. He was a fan of Rings. So right. we met him a few times on the red carpet. We played charades with him really? one night in, in uh, New York. Yeah, theater in New York. I think it was... It's Ed Norton. Ed Norton. I think he was raising money for a theater in New okay. York. Yeah. And they had, and, you know... Robin Williams, Maya Rudolph, Amy Poehler. Oh, my goodness. But this yeah. is when Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler were... In the background of Saturday Night Live. Like up and coming, so up and coming. Up and coming. So, yeah. young, Philip young, Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman and Robin. Yeah. yeah. And Recipes Ed Norton. both those dudes, bro. Recipes well, both those they, dudes. They were all super duper talented at the top of that list in terms of notoriety. How scared were you guys? You guys like we were okay, because whatever. Doing? We were kids. We were just having fun. But I remember thinking, even at the time, I remember thinking, wow, I'm watching Robin Williams Improvise, and everyone knows that he improvises, right. but improvising at a super fast, right. high level. So, it's crazy. He was extraordinary, man. He's extraordinary. He's and extraordinary. once he once he heard me, he did a Scottish accent the whole night did after he? that. Yeah. I'm, he's so fast. He's doing so that crazy. Sort of Mrs. Doubtfire. I know. Of. I mean, imagine acting with him. The people are like, did you improv with him? Like, no, <laughs> no, I did not improv with no, no. him. Just let him go. It's like you have you three. Said, yeah. No, you have three choices. You can either improv. He's Marlon Brando of improv. Yeah. yeah. All right. He, he to go there, yeah. you should be on a level. You should be a black belt of yeah. improv. You know, yeah. you either try to do that, you, you probably get bulldozed. Yeah. Or you know, you can just crumple right, just and, enjoy get, it. and get bulldozed. Yeah. What my 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 strategy was like? I'm gonna let him go. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna say my next line. Right. But I think that was great though. <laughs> that's all you could do. So I do it. But that was your character, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's great that it worked out. You know. Yeah. I always thought because obviously you know the roles that he's played over the years g- generally have a lot of kind of charisma and high energy. But I think one of my favorite Robin Williams performances is in Awakenings. You've seen oh, Awakenings, yeah. Which is a very very sad film, and I remember thinking as I got older. Is he cracking jokes and having fun on set? Little, or is that I, I one of those know. moments I, I don't know. with That's, De Niro? Where De Niro's like, hey, De Niro, yeah. can you just quiet it down yeah. over there, Robin? What a man. Brilliant. Um, okay, so Hook. Right. And then 
obviously at this point in your life, you've been directing. So at what point after Hook did you then start thinking, I'm going to expand into well, directing? Probably like the last 10 years. I've been acting. You know, I'm one of those guys, like journeyman an actor, you just kind of keep going. But I'm, I'm also Filipino, so I got to do some of the... I did the first Filipino film ever made in Hollywood called The Debut, and I've been a part of the whole Asian-American scene that's been rising over the years Mm -hmm. and being a part of that, which ultimately kind of like bursted during Crazy Rich Asians, and now a lot of other things are going on. How crazy were they? How they're pretty, no, they're pretty cool. Shout out to John Chu so, and all those cats, Chris Pang, oh, and my I homies. John Chu. Yeah, so they're they're all homies, and it's really you know collectively, we're just we've been a small community within Hollywood, and everyone's been working, but trying to get it to a place where our stories matter and, and we can get our stories funded. Yeah, really, yeah. right? Yeah, and so, so what, it's been a, it's been a process. What generation was your family uh, in California like? Yeah, I'm 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 kind of like one point two, my or two point one, I guess, because my grandmother, my grandparents were World War II vets on right. both sides, and they came over after World War II, and then my dad and my mom, my dad was born in the Philippines, but he was born in the, he was born an American in the Philippines and right. came here, so they they don't even speak the language anymore, they like or ever, I'm not sure if they ever did. And so we're their kids. Right. So we're like kind of two second generation or 1.5 or something like that. Right. There's a great martial art from the Philippines. Yes. Uh, Cali. Cali. Cali sticks, yes. Do you do any Cali? I got, I mean, I got, you know, heaven, heaven, heaven seven. Heaven you got nine, your eight, heaven eight, six yeah, and heaven your, six. your, I got yeah. a little bit. I can, I can do a little bit Cali sticks and knife fighting. I'm confused. Cali was my, probably my favorite martial really? art when I used to do a lot of martial arts. Yeah. I loved it because it was stick fighting, yeah. so it was super fast. But you could get rid of the sticks and do it empty hand. Hand or with knives. Brilliant. Or with knives. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, it's an amazing martial Two-handed. Art. Two-handed with sticks. With sticks. Like it's little like... sticks. So you used to kind of go to yeah. class with your sticks. Look at that. He's know, he knows what's well, going on. Bill well, knows you know, one of my kind of like life goals is to come at you. With, with, two, with sticks. Two, two sticks or two knives. So could we do that in your garden next week? Maybe? Absolutely. And I have been training my whole life to stop you doing that. Exactly. This is going to be a clash of the titans. Right <laughs> can we can we put on TikTok? Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> now, I'm not on TikTok. Billy's obsessed. He's I obsessed. Love I'm, I, yeah. I think it is a modern sort of artistic... Fun. I'm with you, Billy. I'm with yeah. you. You know what I mean? People are learning these dances. They're doing really fun movies. I really like it. It's a it. fascinating medium. And I I kind of get addicted. I, I love to... My TikTok was great. Although my TikTok just got hacked like a week oh, ago. Did they do nasty stuff? No, they someone took it. Because TikTok gave me my name, at Dante. Yeah. Which I guess is a very valuable thing. We have yeah, one name. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And then it's been scaling super hard for the last year or so during COVID. And then they just... Someone just... Actually, a Brit. They said someone in London took your name. Subhuman scum. What are they doing over there? Yeah. Hackers. And then what happens? So on TikTok, they're 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 freezing everything and trying to get it back. So you'll but get it back. I'll it get it will back. be back at Dante on TikTok. Yeah. That's where you're going to get your good Will, stuff. William, do you dance? You, oh no, sorry. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say, could you share with Dante the video that got you onto TikTok? My very very favorite one. The the woofy thing. Yeah, right now. Well, you could definitely. Uh, Share it there or describe it. We could put the link in the show. But yeah, but what, what is it? Show. What is it? It's a wonderful moment. I might have moment. seen it. I might have yeah, seen sure it. Yeah. It's a it's a hound dog, hound dog who's sitting on a bed and he's doing his hound dog thing. And it, his owner's saying, "What is it? What's wrong?" And then he he farts <laughs> like that. The hound dog does, and he and he stops howling. And he looks at his own arsehole 
So are you? Like that. He looks at his butt as if to say, who farted? Yeah. Was that me? Was that me? I feel farted? terribly embarrassed. And then he looks back round him. <laughs> and that is my favourite 20 seconds that, that's ha- hooked. You're yeah. hooked. Yes, yes. It's my favourite 20 seconds that's happened on this planet. <laughs> ever. We, we went to the first convention of this year, I believe, was in William. Any ideas? First one was in Calgary. Calgary. Canada. Canada. And Billy sat me down at lunchtime and he went, you got to see this. And we watched it over and over again. And every single time we watched it, Billy was in hysterics. It didn't stop. As soon as he <laughs> farted, Billy's laughing. Then he goes back, farts again, laughing. Farts How again. Do, did you ever do a reenaction of that? On oh, your TikTok? I'd love to. You should do one on your, on your TikTok. You just do a duet, have it, then you just do it right oh, next to him. Oh, my mirror image. What do you do on TikTok? I, I don't do anything. I just watch oh, other people. you watch. You got to put a little, you got to. I've, I've never You got to add anything. to the community. I've never put anything on mm. it. Maybe the that's first the one. one should be you interacting or or or, or reenacting. What a great Would idea. Would have to dress as a no. hound oh, you know, I mean, you could. You can go as far as you want. I mean, maybe just a hat or something like that, something. you know, with the big ears. Mm-hmm. But that's a great idea. I'll do it. He's, a, he's an exceptional father as well. There and a go. good actor. Mm-hmm. I could do both. I'd mm. like to see that TikTok. I can Did you release your act. TikTok or no? Your TikTok is a private TikTok I'm, for nobody to know. I don't, I'm not on TikTok. You're I've not. never been on TikTok and I'm nervous because I'm a little obsessive. Yeah. So when it I get, does get that way. It's when crazy. I get into something, I really get into something and I know if I get into TikTok, I'm going to What do you put on yours? Well, I do. Of course, I do some stuff for the fans that they want to see from things from Hook or Avatar. Mm-hmm, sure. And But the one thing that I do that became like a super viral thing, because I mean, you know, I'm not a kid. I don't. I can't there do dances and stuff like that. I think like, what would I want to see? Like a TV, show, like a 20 second TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, a minute long. You do yeah. a three minute long video. So the one of the things I I, I did and just kind of I've been doing it is I do this thing called residual check lottery. So <laughs> you know, we're actors. Yeah. I've been an actor for 35 years now, and so weekly I get all these checks in the mail from various things that come through. My my mailbox, yeah. and I'll take a stack of them, and I'll just take one out, and it's like residual check lottery. You guys remember we're judging this check. First of all, it's a check from something I've done over the last thirty five years that I played somewhere around the world, yeah. and uh, and I'm gonna judge this check by what we can eat tonight. And it oh. could be, you know, it could be Taco Bell, yeah, yeah. It could be steak and lobster, yeah. And so yeah, I open the check, and it's like, you know, whatever. And then it'll be like, oh, this is from an episode I did of. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And then I'll show a little clip of it and I'll come back and the whopping total is like 73 cents. You Yay! Know? Taco so, Bell night. Yeah, Taco Bell night. So we, I do a series of things oh, like that. And, and people love it and it's kind of fun to kind of, it's a good way for nostalgia. Sometimes something good comes, you know. I'll be like, there's a few, like it's lobster time. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Christmas I time, I get good uh, checks. I sent like gift gift certificates to, you know, 10 fans. You know, have a, have a meal on, have yeah. a meal on residual check lottery. I'll follow. I don't even follow anyone. I follow that hound dog, and now I'm going to okay. follow well, you. Well, I'm not even there right now. So when, when I come, I back, can't even follow you. He's been hacked, William. Have you not been listening? A guy in London. Um, guy in London. You I, guys keep talking about Calgary and Toronto and stuff. I'm going to yeah. ask you a question: As you guys being Brits, or mm-hmm. are you a Brit? We're kind both of? Brits. Do you guys find? Do you guys have a kinship to Canadians as they're part of the Commonwealth? Well, you see, Nova Scotia, which is New Scotland. Oh. I've been there. I've been in Nova Scotia. You've been in Nova Scotia, and that's New Scotland, and I'm from Old Scotland. So I definitely have a kinship with those people. Okay. What about the Vancouver Canucks? Well, that is, yeah, I I love Vancouver as well. I do, I do feel like a lot of Canada does feel quite British still. Um, Yeah. 
I yeah, do, I do feel like you do. You know, there's a whole French thing in the middle there. Right, right. There's, I mean, let's not. Maybe it, not so much. But I love that part as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Nova they, Scotia in particular. They do like their cups of tea and kind of some, yeah. some British kind of things in Canada. I like Canada too. I was trying to think there, where around the world do I feel like there's like a natural affiliation with? And I recently spent some time in Ireland where I have extended okay. family. And without really thinking about it too much, but just instinctually in my bones. He's very bold. There's like, a, there was a feeling on the street of like, these are my people. This right. is where I'm from. Monaghan, you know, my last uh, Yeah, Monaghan, you are Irish. So I just kind of, and it's a weird feeling that when you're mm. in a place that maybe, because I hadn't been to Dublin apart from a couple of like stag dudes and stuff, but an extended stay in Dublin. I remember walking around week four or five and thinking, I could totally live here. Yeah. People, people I mean, to... I felt that me and my brothers went to Barcelona. Oh, beautiful. I mean, and we were, you know, we're Filipino. And so Manila, we live in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this all makes sense. Yeah. You know, because also Los Angeles, very Spanish. Yeah, it's der- yeah, it's derivative yeah. of that. Yeah. And so the Philippines and we're like in Barcelona. We're like, hmm, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I've been to Manila. I went and did an episode of my nature show in the Philippines looking for the Philippine flying lizard. Ooh, I've not seen the Filipino Very flying cool. They're not very big. A fully grown adult is probably about this big, which if you're listening is about the size of, I would say a hot dog. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was wondering uh, where you're going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they don't, they don't necessarily fly. They uh, fall with grace. Terrible oh. name for them then. Yeah, they should be called the floating lizard. Flo- or like the flying squirrel. They don't really fly no, don't. per se, There's but only they, one... they glide. That's true. There's only one flying mammal. Anyone? Hey, hold on. One flying mammal. Uh, is that a bat? Well done. Ding, 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 ding. Lovely stuff. But Manila, I loved. What, do, is there a name? Because I can't remember now and maybe there isn't a name. But you know those very brightly ordained kind of taxi buses that pick you up on the street? Jeepney trucks. Uh, mate, have you seen those? Mm. Horns and lights yeah. everywhere. Jeepney and trucks, can, yeah. And they play crazy music. I love yeah, that. Yeah, the jeepney trucks are crazy. This could be a great time to say that we're going to eat the world, Dom. Because I'll tell you why. Because it could be Filipino. I think that's a great idea. But Could we very quickly squeeze in a League of Legends update? Oh, I think we need to, yeah. But because I'm just worried Dante, about Dante because I know he's got places to go. I do, but I, we got, let's do League of Legends. There's two things we need to do minutes. then. Okay. There's okay. actually in in two minutes. things we need to oh, do. Oh, go on. What's the other one? Because the other thing is you're going to prep for a movie. Yes. That, are you directing it? Well, I directed my first film. It's called The Fabulous Filipino Brothers, which is out on Hulu right now. Check it out on Hulu. Watch on Hulu. it. But I'm, yeah, I'm prepping to do a short film that's another film we're shooting in, in Europe uh, later this year. Or in so Europe? Early next year. Whereabouts? Where are you? Finland. Oh, Finland. beautiful. Helsinki. Yeah. yeah, Helsinki, yeah. Falling in love in broken English. <laughs> that's no way. That's right. Yes. Awesome. Finland, Finland. Helsinki. Oh, yeah, there's a famous Monty Python song called Finland. You should check it out. Michael Palin sings oh, it. Oh, I Finland, Finland. The country where I most want to be, pony trekking or hiking. There you or go. Or just watching TV. Hey. Let's do a League of Legends update. League of Legends update! Sorry about that. I love it. I love it. Dante, you play League of Legends. One of the most exciting things, I mean, besides hanging out with you guys, I love that you guys talk about League of Legends because I want to talk about League of Legends. Dude, we're going to friend you and play League of Legends. Uh, Dude, does everyone know your name or is it secret? Yeah, I mean, most people know. What's it called? I'm Rufio Zuko. Oh, Rufio that's amazing. You're going to get five. You're getting friended tonight. Let's go. Um, well, let's talk about how long you've been playing. Where do you years, play? Years, years, years. I was first time I was going in. One of my producing partners, Brett Claywell, we were going to pitch Riot. 
the, right. the, the gaming company that that runs and created League of Legends, and they said we, they won't even see us until I was like, you know, ranked like 30. You have to be like at least level 30. And so I was like, what are you talking about? And we started playing the game, and then I hadn't, I hadn't really played games since high school, really. Yeah. And then I got really hooked on it, and I got to level 30 and started, you know, playing. Now, I, I mean, I'm a gamer. I play different games. I've, you know, my Twitch, we play different games. But the one game that I do play religiously, like probably at least— I mean, I wouldn't say every day, but, you know, several times a week. Yeah. Uh, League of Legends. I've known Billy for 20 years. We've got into a whole bunch of stuff together. We have common interests. We have things that he does that I'm interested in, things that I do that he's interested in. I have never shared, certainly, a gaming experience and right. one of the more intense experiences with Billy that I have with League of Legends. This it's profound, amazing. man. And Billy said it a few profound. weeks ago... You don't often in your life sit down and say, I'm going to sit here for two hours right. and do one thing. Well, this is the thing, man. I try to tell my friends and my brothers, and I can't get them all. I've gotten a few people in it, but I can't get them all into it. And they're like, you know, what are you talking about? The games? I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. It's, first of all, you get to a certain age where, for us, different for kids, they're, they're, they're pros at a very young age. Right. We still want to be competitive at right. something. And right. you're not really playing certain sports in the same way capacity right now. Right, right. But the reality, they go, what is it? I go, it's... It's five-on-five basketball mm. meets Dungeons & Dragons. Mm. They're like, yeah. what? I'm like, it's pickup basketball. It's like us going to the, 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 the playground down the street, and you got your five friends or whatever, and you're playing pickup basketball with strangers, and you're going at and you're competing on a level. But instead of being— I mean, and it's just like it. Like, you, there's a point guard. There's like a, a center. There's a forward. Yeah. There's a shooting guard. Everyone has a certain talent. You pick the kind of character you want to play. Yeah. You know, tanky— a support person, you want to do someone with range who's doing an arrow, you want to be someone who's melee, assassin who goes in and just kills people. And every character has his, his strengths and weaknesses. Mm. But we're playing, like, we're a team, we're a squad. Yeah, we're a squad. And we're yeah. going in, and, and I go, you know it's a sport when you're playing against someone who's better than you, and you can feel how much better... It's yeah, just yeah. like on the basketball court. Like, yeah. you get oh clammed. my God, this guy's killing me. Like, yeah, I can't, yeah. he's too fast. How he's going around me. Do that? It's yeah, the same yeah. thing. You're yeah, like, I, I'm get, trying to get away and the guy's is too good. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well then I got to get better. Yeah. And then I got to get some defenses. I got to get some, I got, you start learning the things that you need to learn for you to be better on that playing field. Also, how about the fact that no game is like the next? No. We, you play on the same man. Right. Same Lane. And yes. you're kind of doing the same, same stuff. Characters, right. Same stuff. And you think, oh, this is going to be, you know, but it's, same to- it's right. totally different. Why? Yes, who that? got who into it? He got no, me got into, into it. And, COVID. And he didn't think I would stick with it. And Not I didn't so. think I would stick with it. I haven't really played a game since Atari. That's, that's how I was until I got to League of Legends. Yeah. And for some reason, it, because it's, it's super difficult for like 10 minutes. Right. Or like the you learning know, curve. Three days. Learning curves is heavy. But once you get <laughs> what you can you, do, once you can get where you can actually play a game, right? Then you're good. Now you're starting to understand what's going on because you can understand when you're winning and losing, yeah. and you understand why they're winning. Yeah, and yeah. Just all the little things like this, this the towers there, so you can right. use the tower. Right. So when you're not great, you can kind of hang by the tower. You know what I mean? No, of course. It's not like you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. There's things that you can do for yourself. Yeah. Now we're totally getting heavy. We're getting super heavy. So you can do things like a basketball player. I can get my shot better. I can get my drive better. However, the other aspect of the game is it's a team sport. So now it's usually, you know, every now and then one good player can win the whole thing, but very rare because you need 
you're playing five people. Yeah. yeah. And so there becomes strategy. You're listening to each other. You gotta, you're got you relying on each other. Like, I can't just win this alone. I need you to come and gank me yeah, yeah. To, to get a strategy here. We can't fall behind. Like, you, if I'm, you know, if I'm picking, can you pick up the slack if I'm not doing well? Or you see your your partner not doing was like it's not good to yell at them go help them out right right this like, is, yeah, it's a strict yeah. team game. it's a strict it's a strict team game so there's a little you know you, you improve your play but you also have to like strategize with you know real people not computer people and yeah. the people you're playing are not bots they're, they're people they're real people sitting yeah. so in their that house in and, and of itself yeah. is pretty amazing and what, who, who who's your favorite character just now and where's your favorite place I mean to I'm an ADC which is bot lane and uh, you know Jinx and Ash are my my main my main plays but I could, I have a character for each lane because you never know sure who you're gonna have to play so with so give us Give us one yeah, for okay, each so lane. Top the top lane. The I'm going Garen top. Right. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Classic. And do or Quinn, but Garen usually. I'm uh, I'm gonna go mid Ari, which is also a mid Love classic. Ari, yes. And then if I gotta go jungle, which I'm probably not the greatest at because I don't really understand the dynamics of how to I'm always behind in gold if I do. Yeah, I don't like yeah. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pathing is really difficult. So right. I'll do I mean I'll do a Shivana dragon sometimes. Cool. Or uh what's my guy with what throws the things, the little a little Yordle guy that walks around. I do Timo? Like, not Timo. I hate Timo. Little Yordle. But the the uh, what's his I keep his name is slipping my tongue right what, now. What does he throw? He throws like the, the the strings and grabs you and he goes in. Jungle guy needs cries. Oh, a moo moo. A moo moo. The, the sad mummy. The sad mummy. So I'll do a moo moo, a jungle. Because if I do a moo moo jungle, I feel like a support jungle. Like right, I'm not right. really okay, you're trying not, to like, carry. Trying to tank it up or yeah, I'm just going to get what I can do and help out where I can. Freeze yeah. him and then, yeah. you know, don't expect too much from me. Have you seen that cinematic on a moo moo that Riot made? No, no. Oh, you should check it out. So the I went to the dentist a few weeks ago and obviously there's a TV on the ceiling and the dentist said, what do you want to watch? We can watch something on Netflix or YouTube. And I said, oh, I'll go on YouTube. And I thought, I'll watch a little League of Legends thing. But, you know, they're only like 10, 15 minutes right, long. Right. So I thought, I'm going to be in here for an hour. I'm going to have to keep changing it. Someone has put together every single Riot cinematic in order, in chronological wow, order. Wow, it like makes two sense. Hours, like, makes sense. It's, it's like two hours long. The standout ones are the Annie video, the, okay. the way that Annie came to be, which is beautiful. But the Mumu one comes with a really beautiful song. And it's basically just him crying in ancient yeah, Egypt yeah, yeah, yeah. and how he, how he got to the map. It's really beautiful. Oh, great, great. Um, Give us your support before we finish this. Oh, my oh, my support, Sona. Sona support. Sona support. Oh, Sona. Nice. Sona support. Lovely stuff. Well, um, Billy, unfortunately, is a little, in a good way, a little stuck on Heimerdinger because he's brilliant That's okay. at I'm loving Heimerdinger. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a kind of a one-trick pony too, more or less, but yeah. Well, so mean, if you had I to pick can. one character, who would that Jinx. be? Jinx. I, got, I have like over a million yeah, points Jinx. on Jinx. Yeah, Jinx is amazing. But also, I mean, what's cool, it's like I've been playing for so long. Like one of my characters, American Dragon Jake Long, Jinx's firecracker skin is Jake Long the American Dragon. Oh, that's wicked. Yeah, so like I play my my little I love universal it. alts. It's one of my favorite things, which is why I yeah. play Jinx as well, because I was like, you can be way that far rocket. away from sniper. a team fight. Are you a sniper? Are you a sniper? And you can be like, oh, let me just send something in and see if That's why I love Ash too, because Ash, Ash can help. Pretty, I mean, yeah. You know, Ash supposedly is Ash is based on one of the Riot owner's wives. Wow. I'm not sure if she's called Ash, but certainly... The influence for that person, wow. he said to his wife, if you were a player in this, if you were a character in this game, right. who would you be? She created it with him, and that's like a tribute to his wife. Wow, because so. she's a classic. She's like one of the OG characters. She's amazing. Yeah. Bit too slow for me, but I love her. I know, but you, when she scales up, oh, yeah. she's a beast. She's devastating. She's devastating. Well, we, we can talk all day, but we should probably eat the world. Yeah, let's come go. on, let's see. 
Billy and Dom eat the world. Johnny's coming in with stuff. Uh, yeah, so obviously every week we like to either introduce our guest to something that Billy and I are into or have our guest bring something in and you've brought something for us, right, Dante? Yes, there's a, um, there's, there's a specialty from my, my homeland. I might have had this when I was in the Philippines, you know. Okay, so Dante, what, yes. have, what have you brought for us? So I have a little, uh, just, you know, a, I don't know if it's a delicacy. It's a common food from my area of the world, the Philippines, and it's, it's the lumpia. It's something I grew up with. My mom made lumpias. My grandmother made lumpias. And it's essentially, I guess people think of it like an egg roll, but, you know, as a Filipino, like, it's not an egg roll. It's essentially it's an egg roll. It's a Filipino egg roll. It's called a lumpia. It's uh, for people out there listening. It's really, you know, like a, a piece of, I don't know if it's like a tortilla, but it's like a wrap. We call it the lumpia wrapper. Wrapped with meats inside or vegetables and Here's whatnot. Johnny. Here's Johnny. Uh, um, Dante, what, maybe, you're, maybe you're a perfect guest to ask. What, what is the difference between an egg roll and a spring roll? Or are these the same thing? I don't thing? know. I think that's more from China, so I'd have to ask that. <laughs> but I think you. it's the same thing, too. I, it, but I do think, uh, and again, you. I may be wrong. Thanks, Johnny. Egg rolls, fried, spring roll, maybe not fried. Okay. You know? I could tell you something about the wrapper uh, there. William, please. I could tell you about the wrapper if you like. Please, Dante. please, talk to me about the wrapper. Um, because it says each lumpia uh, consists of a flour or rice wrapper. Rice wrapper. Stuffed with assorted meat and vegetables and sealed with egg wash. Commonly, the final step is then to deep fry it. However... They may also be served fresh. It's a widespread dish. Uh, several D variations. Yeah. Can dig we try in. it? Can we dig, dig in. in. Yeah. Dig in, Dante. Did, this is then... like, we call this Shanghai style. William, if you could be more. Oh, I'll Lumpia. pass this over could for you. you be mother, a dip one, I'm going to dip one in and eat. Oh, yeah. Hear that crunch? That good one? Not bad. So, Not bad. In, in, in Britain, we have this phrase, shall I be mother, which means shall I, shall I help? How am I doing? Four. I'm just going to ask John for a second. John, do you know what the filling is in this? Would it be beef? Would it be pork? Would it just are they the, are they all the same? We don't know what it is. I'll take two. <laughs> take two. I, I, I hang one. on, Dippy. No, I'll do a little Dippy, William. Uh, oh, this sorry, is the I've got meat some side. Fingers there. And then there's uh there's there's a vegetable one too, but these are meat ones. I don't tend to eat pork, but I'll make an exception. Yeah, time. I mean. The thing about pork in the Filipinos, it's it's it's, it's a it's a common thing. My my girlfriend doesn't eat pork, so that was a little treat for me too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um um, oh, oh, that's that's delicious. yeah. Now would this be, would it be fair to say that this is a street food? In the street food, street food appetizer, and there's different sizes. These are small Shanghai ones. They small and chop up. There's bigger, thicker ones that are like mostly vegetables. Mm -hmm. There's there's a dessert one. That's a banana or a plantain in it, and it's called a torong. So there's like a, you know, it's kind of like most cultures. It's like a little, it's like a, a Filipino little meat burrito. Right. Small one. It's really delicious. And did you say that all your family kind of makes this? Yeah, my mom made it. My mom had a lumpia company growing up in our really? hometown. Yeah, there's a picture of me in our hometown, Pittsburgh, California, in the newspaper of me. He like eating lumpia because my mom was like, you know, they did a story on her making the lumpia. So I said, lumpia is typically served by the dozen. It mm -hmm. can either be an appetizer or an entree. Sweet and sour sauces, which we've got, is also the most popular choice of sauce to complement a dish. While the savory options are more common, there are also dessert versions of the dish. Right. Most of the dessert uh, versions use a banana filling with different options to top 
the crunchy outer shell. Some include, sorry about this, Billy, cinnamon sugar. Sorry about that. Chocolate, oh, drizzle, caramel, and even ice cream. Oh, banana ice cream. Ice cream banana, one. yes. That sounds great. It's my favorite growing up, for sure. They're quite nice, aren't they, William? Absolutely. Did your mum's business... Um, just uh, was it just out of the house kind of thing? Kind of out of the house, yeah. This is in the 80s. And the great thing about when you get Brilliant. homemade lumpia, the wrappers are homemade. So my memories of my mom making the rice wrapper by hand. She had like one of those skillets and the thing, and she would like kind of put it on there and make these fresh lumpia. We used to eat the wrappers like raw. Just, oh, like, you know, I bet the house smelled yeah. amazing. Most amazing. And then, then it's a whole thing, the whole family getting together, putting the meat or the vegetables in it, wrapping it up, and then you kind of store them up. And then you, what happens is you, you fry them fresh. Right. So, like, when they order them or people come, they usually would get it raw or frozen for my mom's thing. Mm-hmm. And then they go home and they fry them and serve them. Uh, so, they're nice and hot. So, nice, hot, and crispy. Oh. Billy, I don't think either one of us would do very well with this task. But uh, could mm-hmm. I ask you to read the second paragraph under Lombard? Allow me. I think yeah. I would do terrible at the second paragraph. Let's see. Well, let's see how I want to see. On you go, Bills. Although lumpia technically originates from Fujian, uh, China, it was brought to Southeast Asia by Chinese traders as early as the 7th to the 13th century in the days of the Srivijian (laughs) Empire. There you go. (laughs) And later the Majapahit Empire in the 13th to the 16th century, and that's according to ChineseFoodHistory.org. Thank you. You did it better than I would. I love it. I'm going to have one more of these things too. Like all actors, if you don't know what you're doing, just pretend that you can, right? Assume the position (laughs) and just go for it. Mm -hmm. Someone was saying the other day, I like them. Someone was saying the other day, and I I think I heard this on a podcast, but someone was saying, I think it was a musician, and they were saying, you know, how do you attribute your success? Where did that come from? And all this kind of stuff. And they had said, I'm also a long distance runner. And they said, as a long distance runner, one of the major things that you need to do is just get to the starting line. Get your sh- get the right shoes on, get your shorts on, do your training, right. get to the starting line, that's half the battle. Right. And he, I can't remember who this was, but he attributed the fact that then as a musician, his guitar is in good nick. Right. He gets to stage on time, he does sound check, he does the show. And I think a lot of times, as actors, half the battle is like knowing right. your lines, hitting your marks, exactly. having the right attitude, right. the rest of it is if they like you or not. Yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully you need to do some training on the ways once you get your training. That's when they say throw it out. Once you got to throw it out. Once right. they're paying you to do the gig, right. there's no more time to doubt. Yeah, you right. hope that every, you hope you've done enough preparation for it to fly. And how does that transfer to directing a movie now that you've directed I mean, first- it's fascinating because like I said, I've been in the industry over 35 years and I directed my first film just before COVID. It came out, right? And the fabulous Filipino brothers. And what happened was I've been producing for years and it's been really interesting spreading your wings from acting to writing to directing and I wrote the script but then it happens where you you don't know how much you know until you actually have to apply it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and so it's like I'm on the set and when I'm dealing with my team and it's like uh, even as a producer it just got to a point where like I became the most senior person on the set and you're working on all these young filmmakers out of film school or whatnot, and they're asking you, well, this happened, and like, what happened? And you're going, ah, well, this one time on the set, something like this happened, and then we did this. And then just little by little, you start to understand what you actually know. And then, of course, when you're talking about directing, you're talking about filmmaking, you're talking, all the movies that you've watched, all the, the directors you've worked with, all the other actors you've worked with, and it, and it just becomes not a place of egos, it's a place of like, what's going to serve this film? Like, mm. And so... 
I'm an actor's actor. I'm an actor's director. I love actors. I love storytelling. I love DPs, and I love the whole crew when we do that. But I'm I'm still an actor that wants to tell the story and wants these. I want the actor to win in front of the when we're acting. Yeah. I want the actor to win. Like, yeah. So I'm trying to like just you know kind of ease him in the right place to kind of do the thing. But it's so exciting because when you get it right, you know the air in the room changes. It's like theater. It's like you guys when they hit. You know you've done. A, performance so many times but when it's that that's that moment happens it's like the air in the room changes when we hit that chord correctly and and it and it really resonated at the same time when we were on the set when i when my brothers and the actors would do this scene in a certain way it was like do we get it like check the focus because it was there i i felt it i didn't have to watch it i'm there I'm, I'm in this i'm in the scene with these guys so yeah it's just i think it's just you know just a next chapter and an evolution for all of us as artists you mm-hmm. know very cool, man. Uh, yeah, Very but um, cool. imagine how many great artists are in the room just now, but feel like they can go out and do it because so many people, like you're talking about, that running a marathon, think, "Well, I can't run a marathon," and and they won't think about running for five minutes until they can think of themselves running a marathon. It's the same as making a movie. Right? They, well, I can't make a movie because I don't. Yeah, they, right. they think about a finished movie, right. whereas you have to think of it as moments and just moment upon moment. And as you said, it's in focus. It's, it's you in know, focus, if it's, it's there, now we can use that moment to right. help Taylor. And then you, as a young man, fourteen, speaking to Spielberg and talking about the movies yeah. that you loved, it's all came it's to all this connected. place. Yeah, it's, it's all, all connected. And like, it's lovely to hear. Well, it's just that they, my, my girlfriend's from China. She always gives me Chinese proverbs, and she's like. How do you eat an elephant? I go, watch. Well, she goes, one bite at a time. Yeah, there you That's go. That's all it is, one bite at a time. So remember that, anyone, any maybe young people out there who want to make a movie or they want to be an actor, you don't have to be perfect for that first time you try it. Right. Mm-hmm. You keep doing it, you keep doing it, and yeah. before you know it, you make something beautiful. Practice. My fa- do you want to hear my favorite Chinese proverb? Please. It's Confucius. Man who cooks carrots and peas in the same pot is unhygienic. We'll move on. Um, <laughs> We're going we, to give the scores. We like we to give the scores, scores, Dante. So we, okay. we, we do three categories. All right. The first one being flavor and or taste. All right. Flavor and or taste. I mean, how, so how, how do you 10, mess with that? So at 10, and you can give up decimal points. Yeah. I'm going to start. It's a deep fried meaty treat. And William. I think if it was fresh. Like if it was the fresh, mother, it's going to be it was, better. Yeah, my better. I mean, I'd have to give that... An eight point. I like it. I like. It. I'll take it. Cause that's a good flavor. Yeah, it's a good Super flavor. Tasty. It would jump up if it was freshly oh, fried. Oh yeah, mm. it would be in a nine point yeah, yeah. five. I think. Exactly, freshly fried. But eight point nine is all I can do. Okay. I've not eaten pork for a long time, and it was lovely, and the and the sweet and sour sauce was fantastic. I'm going to drop it down a little bit because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. pork isn't necessarily my thing. I'm going to give it a seven point six. I liked Sorry. it. It's all right. Listen, my, my girlfriend doesn't eat pork, and my mom changed her recipe for my girlfriend, so, so now we're having mean, turkey. Oh, that's great. There you yeah, go. minced turkey in there. Do you oh. want to give it a score, yeah. Dante? No, no, no. I'm, I'm Are you too just going to leave it to us? I'm, yeah, I'm going to leave it to you guys. Too much okay. history. I have too much history. You, it's just a 10 across the board, probably. It's a 10 for, for my mother. This is not my mother's, yeah. so no. it's a 10 for my mother's always. Okay. Next thing is aesthetics. How does it look okay. to the eye? How right. does it look? How does it... When you look at it, are you charmed? It, it looks... 
a little bit like a cigar. Would that be like a miniature cigar or a, yeah. or a cigarillo? Like a self-rolled cigar. Like a tiny can- right. cannoli without the stuff inside it. Uh, it's nice, but I mean, it's mm. not changing the world, is we it? We did exactly what you did growing up our whole lives. Right? Really? We smoked them. We, we always smoked them. Hannibal we Smith smoke from them. the A-team. We pretend smoke. Yeah, B.A. Bro. Yeah, did oh, you yeah. smoke uh, it? Hannibal Smith. Hannibal Smith. Hannibal Smith. Yeah. Did you ever do it like uh, De Niro? Yes. Oh, yeah. I could see you as a young actor boss. being a De Niro smoker of these things. Do you know I still know the start of the A-team? We used to do that. Wait till you hear this. Go. In 1972, a crack commander unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you can hire them, no. If you need help and you can hire them and you can find them, no, wait. If you're in trouble and you need help and you can find them, maybe you could hire the A-team. Can we reboot the A-team? Anyone out there, we're ready to go. We're totally ready to go. All right, right. Who, give would, it... who would be who? I'm bulking up. I'll be Mr. T. You yeah, could you be, could be, be Mr. T. Be a Baracus. Um, I'd like face, to be... Face? be face? No, I think I'm more... I think you're more face. You're you more do Murdoch? Stubbly. I think I'm more Murdoch. Murdoch? Howling Mad Murdoch. Face. Face. Who did that leave us one more? We need a Hannibal Smith. We need a leader. We need, we need, we need oh, a leader. Maybe it's Johnny. Maybe it's Johnny. Johnny Clues. Johnny Clues is Hannibal Smith. Right, in right. terms of the aesthetics, Bills, I'm going to drop it down a little bit because it, it's yeah. fine, but it's not it's, changing the world. It's not changing the world. It's, it's, it's more of an appetizer kind of thing. It's a 6.5 for me. Yeah. I still like the look of it. I'm giving it an 8.2. There oh, you go. Wow. Appreciate it. There you go. Now, this is where I think it comes into its own. Billy's favorite category. How useful is it? It's is usefulness. It there's a movie that just came out. My brother's in it. It's called Lumpia 2, The Revenge of... There's a su- Lumpia superhero. Oh, wow. What, what's his power? His power's Lumpia. But how what, can that he be? Throw he throws people. Oh, wow. He throws them? As a weapon. Wow. Just want to throw that out there to you right now. Like little Cali sticks. Little... <laughs> boom. I don't know if there's magic in it. Uh, he just... He, 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 he throttles people with Lumpia sometimes. Well, my well, thing go is... through someone. No, no. It just kind of like diverts them. My mm. thing is, and this isn't always accurate, but in my head, is can you take it to a soccer game and give it out to either the people watching the game or the team at halftime? And I think you could do that with Lumpia. You can, of course. This was not. Of course, what... it's a football game to you. Uh, yeah, you guys football are Brits. For me. Let's yeah, 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 yeah. When I brought up this, uh, how, how useful is it? That wasn't really what I was meaning. What, what were you meaning? I was meaning, like, could you, like, put it into, like, a food processor and make it into powder? Oh, the stuff. And then put it on a cake or. You know, if you if you went into your refrigerator, How malleable, is it? malleable is it? Yeah, versatile. You go into your refrigerator and you've got three eggs. Oh yeah. You've got mayonnaise. You've got some bread, ice cream, three bananas, two plums, and lumpia. Who's done the shopping that week? That's weird shop, That's wasn't terrible. it? Terrible. Lumpia, and then what could you do? Could it help you yeah. create a meal? Can you do a lumpia pie? Could you do a lumpia no, pie? No, 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 no. Lumpia is a great leftover in and of itself. No thought. If it's in the refrigerator, you got something to eat. Heat it up. How do you heat Hot it up? Hot or cold? Would you heat it up? Microwave Could you or heat oven? It up? I mean, I would. I don't want microwave because it gets soggy. It I would throw it. I would throw it in the the, the toaster oven. Boom. Is it is it popular at weddings and or funerals? Uh, every, almost any Filipino event that you will go to will have lumpia. Well, that's quite useful, Bills. It's quite versatile. Yeah. It's, it it's widely expected. It's, it's widely accepted it's, at any event. And it's expected. expected and accepted. Expected and accepted. Like American Express. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 9.2. My for goodness. Usefulness. There you go. It's I lovely. feel as if 
I, I like what it is, but I don't think it's that useful. Did you just click your fingers? No. Oh, okay. I went like that right. as Dante hit his bottle. Uh, yeah. Ah, okay. Sound effects. Fall, folly. 6.8. It's all right. It's all right. We like it. We have to say that we like it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Thanks for bringing it. I I, I, I appreciate it. I'm going I to have one it. more just to finish. Go for it. Just Thank make you. sure. No, I don't know if Billy's told you, but he's bulking. He's trying you need to those calories. Lou Frigno told you you need those calories, <laughs> Billy. Don't fool around. And also, I think if you were to go down the line of big, bulky, strong man, brilliant. Mm-hmm. But could you also flirt with the idea of just big, whopping version of Billy Boyd? The biggest version of Billy. Mm-hmm. Of course, there'll be muscles in there, but I'd like to see you get massive. Like, well, like Orson Welles, like, like Marlon Brando Marlon when he was Brando. getting on. Later, Something Marlon like Brando. that. Do you right, know what I mean? maybe. I want, I think about it. I want these trousers to be useless. Yeah, they've split. You'll useless. come into the podcast one time and skin tight. Skin, all your clothes skin <laughs> tight. <laughs> Well, Dante, it's been amazing Thank having you on. Thank you guys on. so much. It's a pleasure. You have to head to uh, Joshua Tree I'm to start filming I'm getting text messages right now from the producer. Making when movies. are you leaving? We're making movies, and I'll see you guys in Toronto, and I'll see you guys on The Rift. We'll I'll see, see you on The, the Rift. Rift. See you on see The you. Rift, and everyone can see us all in Toronto at Fan Expo on the weekend of August the 27th. Great. See Great. you there. Cheers. Cheers, Thanks, Dante. Me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.